This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This could be fine on this series. Second and five. We'll keep an eye on it. As Mitchell breaks it. There's that speed. Mitchell to the end zone. And a touchdown. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Jim Nance with the call yesterday. One of like a million Ravens scores. Beat the Seahawks 37-3. How about... Whale's going to join us in a second. Credit to Whale, who came on the show last week and liked Baltimore a lot against Seattle. But you know what? I'll never pass up an opportunity to make it about me. How about me with Keaton Mitchell anytime touchdown at a big yeah, I mean, that's Who cares awesome. about what? What did he run for yesterday? It was good. Uh, he had like nine carries for like approximately 658 yards. Yeah. And I'm only Is exaggerating he slightly. Yesterday? He, I think he was the leading rusher. He's, he's like so for the Ravens. He might have been. I guess like he might have been. I think he was. Like, like, well, on red zone, yesterday he was, was a... always the first name at the top when they do like the leading passer, rusher, receiver. Like he was always the top name. It was a really bad fantasy day. It's been a bad fantasy. There's no scoring going on right now in the NFL, so there you have it. But he's awesome. And like John Harbaugh said earlier today, they're going to start like rotating him in more. Duh. Like they're playing Gus Edwards and Justice Hill. Mitchell's 50 times better than both of them. Anyway, great job by Whale uh, with the Ravens last week. And another winning week for our friend in the National Football League. He'll join us in just a second. Um, want to remind our audience, Lochmas is still to come. Do you even want to do it? Do you want to do it today? We can. Let's do, let's do it for like, we'll do it for like a minute. No, how about no Okay, open? great. Oh, Just like perfect. a minute uh, to end uh, next segment. Sounds good. So Lochmas is coming up next segment. Ken's going to tell you how to bet the national championship right now in college football. 40 minutes from now, power hour, final hour, all our bets for tonight, including Monday Night Football side total props for the Chargers and the Jets. But joining us right now is the aforementioned, the whale capper, Drew Densick, on Twitter at whale underscore capper, betting analyst for our friends over at NBC Sports and co-host of the Deep Dive podcast, which he's been coming on with us since 2019. If this is your first experience with our guy, Whale, one of the sharpest, nicest guys in the business, support him at Whale underscore Camper, NBC Sports, and the Deep Dive Podcast. My friend, welcome back to the show. Nick and Ken, how's it going? That's going great, man. And uh, that's a wild story about Keaton Mitchell anytime touchdown. That, 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 that's an inspired call. He had one target on the season heading into yesterday, and he was absolutely electric. So you obviously uh, have a, a good read on uh, usage uh, if you were playing that. And uh, yes, Ken, you are correct. He was the top rusher. And even more insane than that, he's the only rusher to eclipse 100 yards in week nine Jeez. of everyone who touched the football. So he had 138 yards rushing. Next best was Josh Jacobs with a paltry 98 Josh Jacobs was second once and that's the other thing just as like someone who's obsessed with awards it's like yeah like running backs aren't going to win offensive player of the year a lot like McCaffrey can win this year but you look at like all the stats like you know who's setting the records like the receivers are setting the records like that's what's happening or quarterbacks to receivers so yeah like 
Keaton, like Keaton Mitchell's not winning offensive player of the year. That's not happening. Well, we were, we were talking, I heard you talking to Nick. <laughs> I, I sat down, I got something to drink, but you were saying right before we came back from break, this is like a banger NFL season for you. And I'm even thinking back to the last couple of weeks and like what games you were talking about yeah. when you came on the air. Remember, I remember you came on the Vikings Niners Monday night game and you were like, I love Minnesota. We were like, really? Like, are you nuts? Be like, no, we were nuts. And you won and you had more money and we had less money as a result of liking the Vikings in that game. And then Nick talking about last week, like, no, it's the Ravens. So kind of on some kind of roll here, like, I know you're aware of that. You were talking about it before. Like, does it change how you handicap games? Like, are you doing something different this year? Like, what's up? Just maybe a minute on that before we get to your favorite bet for this week. Yeah, I mean, it's a very fair question because we're at the midseason, so you need to do a little bit of self of you know self evaluation, self scouting. That's a big topic. It's a hot topic in the NFL circles because all these teams going on buys. Like, that's what you do. You like you look at your performance. You try to evaluate your weaknesses, strengths, blah blah blah. And I've pivoted on certain things throughout the season pretty aggressively. Like, um, I think you know, typical week for me a year ago, I would be hitting four or five sides, four or five totals. Last year, I really throttled down totals because i was getting just absurd clv with these early week looks and then just drawing dead at halftime in so many of these games and it's just like you know there's some there are some kind of wrinkles that are influencing these totals that i'm not capturing right so i need to kind of wean those down um and i was also having problems like you know you're like oh man i got a good read on what this player means you know for this team and this injury uh but i'm gonna get cute i'm gonna play the under because i think that's gonna lead to this right and it's like you know if i just kind of played the you know bet against that team because that injury mattered then that would have won but the under did not win because uh you know a couple of defensive touchdowns so you know i think that you know kind of keeping it a little bit more simple this season has been a huge effective strategy and um you know the nfl is fickle and i know i'm sun running right now i know i'm kind of getting the beneficiary of a lot of lucky stuff um you know and you know as a gambler you still kind of you know on a winning week like I, I'm sick to my stomach. The Cowboys didn't get that win yesterday. Like if the Cowboys punch that in that, okay, the biggest positions I had of the week go four and instead of three and one, like it doesn't sound like that much when you say it out loud, but like, man, like a money line win on the Cowboys would have done so much for my futures book. It was a big old price. It was my biggest bet of the week. And it's like, you know, like, Oh, I really could have absolutely just kind of put some stuff over the top. If I'm get a couple of more bounces here and there. And then, you know, maybe just the fact that that was such a high profile game and the way it ended and sort of the drama all around, like the Cowboys not really getting an opportunity uh, at the end of that one, because of their own absolute nonsense, uh, it was, uh, was pretty amazing. And, you know, this, it's just goes to show you this, why, why people care about the NFL. Like we can have a season that I think broadly, People would say this, this, the 2023 NFL season, if you're giving it a, a, a fair grade in terms of entertainment value, probably gets a D right now. Like, it's just not very good. It's not great. But that game was amazing. And so you get why we tune in every week because the final, you know, final two minutes of that one were like, you couldn't rip your eyes away from the screen. It was super compelling. It was crazy high leverage for, you know, the NFC and the NFC East and it's two teams that you know well. So it was, it was amazing drama. And, uh, you know, kind of, uh, kind of frustrated to be on the wrong side of that. And I got to take that and kind of pivot into, you know, how do you deal with the Eagles now coming out of the buy? Are they going to get better? Is this now the market top on them? Like, you know, these are the questions kind of swirling for me. Uh, yeah, maybe I'm a sicko, but like I, the games haven't been as good. Also for me, it's an A cause, cause it always <laughs> is. And I, and I just love it also ready. This is going to be like, 
This is me, Whale, playing the world's smallest violin for you, losing your Cowboys money line. Sorry, 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 Warren Buffett, that you can't retire. Sorry, sorry, buddy. Uh, anyway, great to have Whale with us on the show. You better, you bet, we think it can here on a Monday. Uh, well, we're up all night for good fun. We're up all night to get oh, yeah. lucky. Help us get lucky yeah. tonight, my friend. Give us 30 seconds here because we have a bunch of other stuff we want to get to. Sure. already like halfway done here. 30 seconds on Monday Night Football. Any bets for the Jets and Chargers? Yeah, I'm, I'm on Chargers here, and I do not really get why the market has come back in on the Jets here. I mean, the, I was early-ish, I guess. I laid three when it was a lot cheaper than it is currently, but um, I think the uh, offensive line injuries for the Jets spell a huge amount of trouble here for them getting anything going off excuse me, offensively, uh, they're already up against a pretty stout rush defense. Um, the run blocking has been abysmal for the Jets so far this season. So now basically you're saying this game is on the arm of Zach Wilson. And while, yes, there are very clear ways you can attack this uh, Chargers defense through the air, I mean, Garrett Wilson has a positive matchup, but that's about where I draw the line. I think basically everybody else uh, is going to be able to frustrate Wilson in this one. And if they can get a, generate a decent pass rush with, uh, you know, Mac and Bosa, which is not asking a lot. I think you can really bring out the worst in Zach Wilson. So uh, for me, this is uh, Chargers at three. Um, and I'm going to be zeroing on what the second half total is. So, you know, we, we do the uh, a live kind of breakdown, make a bet for the second half for all these primetime games. And, you know, for what it's worth, like the Jets defense is extremely talented, extremely well coordinated and is making some pretty impressive adjustments going out of these half times. And so um, if this is kind of a, a, a if I'm hoping for a little bit more uh, fluky wide open game in the first half and maybe a, a total that uh, lets us get a pretty healthy chunk of uh, second half under here, you know, basically expecting uh, that the Jets can make some uh, some adjustments and, and kind of keep the Chargers a little bit bottled up here in the second half. So uh, leaning uh, under at the total of 41, but uh, definitely like uh, Chargers at three. Yeah, and Chargers like between three and three and a half on the board. MGM's got like a three minus 15 minus 20. So to Whale's point, like if you want three of the Chargers, like it's out there, you can kind of find it in a bunch of places. I'm also like waiting for a Georgia, Oregon second half market and the only college basketball game going on. Like, well, welcome back to November where like the crazy stuff happens all the time. Uh, well, what's uh, what's your favorite bet for Sunday in the NFL? Maybe in about a couple minutes, just because we want to make sure you NBA with you afterwards. Yeah, bet two things today. One of them moved pretty aggressively. The other is not. Uh, the first one was pretty obvious, which was the move uh, on Cincinnati-Houston to the under. Uh, I think you're getting a little bit of a, a local sell high here on Houston after what C.J. Stroud did uh, at home against a pretty bad uh, pay pass defense for the Buccaneers. Now has to go up against Big Lou and company. Uh, and you can uh, also kind of capitalize on the fact that Cincinnati's going to be likely without Jamar Chase. And, you know, Higgins got a little banged up there too. And really Cincinnati with uh, uh, a short week on deck in Baltimore on Thursday Night Football next week. Uh, this kind of has a lot of the whiffs of let's shorten this game. Let's get these guys in and out healthy and let's focus on next week. So I think uh, I don't think it's going to be an easy test for Cincinnati and I get why it moved across the seven here to six and a half without Chase but uh, I think the under is a stronger angle and hopefully I'm not outsmarting myself here and I shouldn't have just backed Houston and called it a day but uh, under for me in uh, Houston uh, um, at uh, Cincinnati and then uh, I played Seattle minus the six. I think this is a pretty uh, out, you know, outrageously advantageous bounce back spot for Seattle, where Washington doesn't have the talent on defense to match up with them in the way that brings out the worst in Geno Smith. And I think Seattle can ratchet up the pressure and really kind of uh, make life uncomfortable for uh, Sam Howell on the road. Uh, Seattle, I think, uh, wins by margin, and that's kind of the team that I think they are. They're going to lose to the good teams on their schedule, and they're going to throttle the bad ones.
Um, so yeah, that, that number's already gone up to six and a half at BetMGM. Ken and I will touch on that as we move forward in the show. You better you bet with Nick and Ken on a Monday. We are talking all things sports betting with our pal Drew Dinsick, the whale capper. He is on Twitter at whale underscore capper, betting analyst for our friends at NBC Sports and co-host of the Deep Dive podcast. Well, we'll keep this a little open-ended here. You gave us a bet for Monday Night Football. You gave us your favorite early look for Week 10 in the National Football League. Like maybe like to end the interview, we'll get your favorite like, game bet for tonight in the association. But what stands out for you right now any big picture betting takeaways a couple weeks into the nba season well there are i mean as expected there are two elite teams in the nba with the um, boston celtics and the denver nuggets in my opinion um with harden entering the picture he's obviously he's playing first game for the clippers tonight um i'd make the clippers the number two team on paper um, in the West, I think that uh, it's probably a little bit of a toss up between them and the Golden State Warriors. But I think some of the signal you're getting from Chris Paul this early in the season is going to have I, I just let's be patient and see how this ultimately, you know, kind of grows as, as far as a unit here. Um, and, you know, I, I, it's a it's a little bit of a tip off to, you know, it's a little bit of a, a, a toss up there between Clippers and Warriors is second best in the West. But uh, they both are well behind uh, the Nuggets. So. Uh, Nuggets just absolutely just the, destroying some of the key metrics I'm tracking, especially early in these games when they're when they're uh, you know front when they're uh, uh, starting five is on the floor to start these games. It's just this unbelievably efficient unit. Same with Boston, um, and uh, I think basically the rest of the NBA is you know kind of any given night can lose. Uh, there's no one that's really like especially you know, unimpressive outside of the Grizzlies who finally get their first win against the Trailblazers. Um, I think uh, following along uh, as the market is trying to adjust to the Warriors being an under team is a lot of fun. I'm not sure if you guys have been capitalizing on Warriors unders, but that's been uh, a mispriced bet in the market through a handful of games here. So uh, those are sort of the key angles is just sort of getting in, you know, Get looking for opportunities to get a cheap price on um, uh, Nuggets and Celtics early in games, like first quarter bets, first half bets, stuff like that, and then uh, Warriors unders. Otherwise, it's been uh, pretty late for me in the association. Well, we got 20 seconds here for this. Your favorite bet for tonight in the NBA is what and why? So I only have one, and it is one we just mentioned. It's Nuggets first quarter. Um, and again, like, Pelicans, okay, fine. Uh, th- this is kind of the sweet spot, though. Like the full game till right now, the full game side is six. Uh, I make the first quarter pretty dang close to six. <laughs> like that's kind of the way that this team is rostered to be able to take advantage of the Pelicans. Uh, so this is, um, you know, right now currently sitting at two. Uh, I think that's uh, probably the best bet on the board. And then, you know, just in general, uh, unless they're on the road. Uh, and they're up against a team that has like impressive bigs, like the uh, the Timberwolves. Uh, other other than that, I'm I'm pretty much auto firing uh, Nugs first quarter. Well, awesome stuff, man. We love having you on the show. We sincerely appreciate it as always. Encourage everyone to follow him on Twitter at whale underscore capper, betting analyst for our friends at NBC Sports and co-host of the Deep Dive podcast. My friend, we appreciate it. Hope you had a great weekend, by the way, at Santa Anita. Stay well, and we'll talk to you soon. Oh, absolutely, man. It was uh, incredible, incredible, beautiful scenes, great races, best of luck, and uh, appreciate you guys as always. Incredible scenes, great, great races. Great Talk to you later. Yeah, yeah right. he does have a great life. What was, what was the owl call from the end of the Thursday game? Like, like cra- crazy things? Not this time. Not tonight. Not, not tonight. Not tonight. Crazy <laughs> stuff. Not, tonight. not this time. Crazy <laughs> stuff. Not this. Like, crazy think stuff? about that. 
Not this time. Yeah. Like, all right, ready? Like, okay, you're calling the end of an NFL game. Think of five random words to string together. Great, crazy <laughs> stuff. Not this time. What? Meatball window, you know, <laughs> table, lamp, shade. <laughs> That's like great. <laughs> College hoops, gone too far. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. We'll we'll find out about this Oregon-Georgia game coming up a little later. Uh, Lochmas is coming up next segment. Ken's going to tell you how to bet national championship right now in college football, where Michigan remains the favorite despite the fact they fired Connor Stallions. But on the other side, we'll continue our handicap also of Week 10 in the National Football League. But the Falcons and the Cardinals in the desert. Kyler Murray going to be back. Cardinals getting bet. We'll talk about that. We'll get to the Cowboys and my pathetic G-Men as well to wrap up our number three. Next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.